afternoon, fellow cigar passionados and passionatas. Welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, broadcast live from the Serena Royale Studios. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. It is always entertaining, always unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. Today, my friends, we're going to be smoking the Silver Mesa El Americano by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. The Silver Mesa line is the brainchild, of course, of Steve Saka. And this, I understand, is what he actually likes to smoke. This yeah. was uh, something that he blended for his own personal tastes. And he, of course, made his name and fame as CEO and president of uh, Legal Pravada, mm-hmm. where he was from 2005 to 2013. He founded Dun- uh, Dunbarton uh, Tobacco and Trust in 2015. And the tagline on his website, I really like it, is Cigars Without Compromise. That's what he wants to do. That makes and sense. That's his personality. That's very much his personality. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. interviews. It's oh, my goodness. To the point. Yep. And, you know, right from the website, he describes this line as uh, like this. He says, Sober Mesa uh, means over the table, and it has no precise English translation, perhaps because there's no cultural equivalent in the U.S. It's an idiom used among the Latin culture to describe the leisurely time spent tableside after you finish dining, but before you rise. It is the experience of lingering casually with family and friends in conversation, relaxing, drinking, smoking, and enjoying each other's company. Sober Mesa is one of life's simplest yet greatest pleasures. And then he adds, uh, Sober Mesa will be continuously crafted. However, the pace of its production being dictated by the tobaccos themselves and therefore will be limited in its availability via select purveyors for the foreseeable. Future. Which means get them all you can, because mm-hmm. it might disappear. No, <laughs> not totally no. disappear, but become, I mean, like Opus X, where you just can't find them. Right, right. Those but. things only come out two, three times a year if you're lucky. Yeah. All right. Well, the uh, El Americano is a, a Toro size. It's six by fifty-two, and it's a uh, La Meca Ecuador uh, Habano Number no. One Rosado wrapper, and it's a uh, Matacapan uh, Negro del Tempro for the binder. And then there's all sorts of stuff in the filler. The filler gets complicated. Yeah, I mean, it's like three, three four lines, different four different lines. It's a Nicaraguan uh, um, uh, GK Condega uh, CSG Seco. Seco. Mm-hmm. It's the Nicaraguan Pueblo Nevo Creole uh, Viso, uh, Nicaraguan uh, La Joya La Joya Nicaragua C98 Viso, the Nicaraguan ASP Esteli Hybrid Ligero, and Thankfully, a USA Lancaster County Broadleaf Lajero, which is just easier for me to pronounce. That's yes, the only reason. Yes. But this is fantastic stuff. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar, and as we get into this, we're going to do a little conversation so we have some time to smoke mm-hmm. and let you know what we're thinking. What, Aaron, is the most embarrassing thing, or at least the most embarrassing thing that you'd be willing to share? Live on radio for the world. We're heard in like 50 different countries. What is the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you on a date? Uh, that's a tough one because I don't get embarrassed easily. 
You don't get embarrassed. Yeah, it's just it's just not something I don't tell me that. relate to. I'll push that. I'll push yeah, that limit. You know what? I have students that try to push that limit all the time, and it's just I'm not easily shaken. I'm a pretty confident guy, so just feeling embarrassed is not something that just comes very natural to me. Uh, but I mean, I guess worst date moment. Yeah. What? Uh, come on. Uh, so this was this is quite a while ago. So so long yeah. ago. It's I was probably in my early 20s. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm 34 now, just so people don't think it's like, oh, that was like two years ago. No, <laughs> uh, I get that a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was I was on a date. We were at an amusement park or something like that. But it was fine. It was it was all right. Uh, leaving though, I went to back out of the parking spot and uh, out of my blind spot, someone came zipping along and I wanted backing into them, right. hitting their back door, and then I get out of the car and it wound up being somebody I went to high school with. But didn't really get along with so well. So it was just a lot of like just really angry and just like mad that I was, you know, in a car accident, a little, you know, bender bender, whatever. Right. Uh, my car was fine. Theirs was was beat up and they're freaking out. And because they know me, they're really freaking out. Yeah. Uh so it was just like a really tense situation. And so the, the whole, you know, forty I was driving her home, it was like forty minute drive, very quiet, you know, it was just uncomfortable. So just the whole that I didn't call again, which is kinda like parted ways, so Jessica Alba, I'm sorry that I left it that way, but uh, no, <laughs> no, I actually it was so long ago I don't even remember. It was really with Jessica? No, 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 I, no. I I can't remember the name. Well, that's that's how long ago it was. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that would be the worst because really, I don't get embarrassed easily, so nothing else is really going to shake me. Well, for me, you know, the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me it actually happened with my wife. We were on a date. It was our first anniversary and we were in Danvers and we were going to the uh, uh, 99 I think it was the ground round back then oh, I remember, yeah, the, ground I remember round. the ground round yeah. and we were both you know not feeling well we didn't have a whole lot of money at the time I was you know sick as a dog but you got I wanted to take my wife out for an anniversary dinner and the ground round was the best I could do at the time and it's raining and it's dark. It's the, our anniversary is December 29th, so it's you know it's a lousy time, and it's a yeah. very expensive time of year for me. I got Christmas, I got yep. the anniversary. Back back. Her birthday is January 3rd. I'm like a poor man in, in, mm -hmm. in December. It's it's now with three girls, it's even worse. But that's beside the point. So we get there. It's raining cats and dogs. We're both already not feeling good, and I opened the car door, and it fell off. Oh, <laughs> it fell off wow. the car, and I was just like, I can't. What kind of car was it? Do it you was remember? an Oldsmobile '88. Okay. It was an old. It was a. It was a, a, a burgundy Oldsmobile '88, and the door just fell off. Was that the car? Passenger or driver's side? Driver's side. Oh, My driver's man. side door fell off the car, and I was just like, didn't, you know what, honey? Like, oh, I didn't know my own it. strength. And, I now mm -hmm. need liquor. <laughs> and call my dad and he had to, we had to have him come down and he had to help me get the car door back on and then you know or, you know get it so that it was was not going to fall off Why on the way home him? you know we got it all hooked back on there and i can't even remember what we did duct taped it or something you know locked the door back into place but i guess what the hinges had rusted out and just fell down broken half it was horrible Wow. It was horrible. Yeah, I had my first car issues. I had my first dark and stormy that night. It's a good way to uh, yeah. ruin a date. It was car a, yeah. I was like, aren't you glad you married me, honey? But 25 years later, now 26 years, it'll be 27 this year. She's still with me. So 
I don't know if that just says how desperate she is or how happy and you must lucky have done something I am. Right I must have done something right. Must, I, I can't imagine like that's that. going to be a deal breaker for many people. I mean, she. I don't think she had any illusions that it was a great car to begin with. <laughs> you know, I don't think no. you're looking at that and being like, "This is, a, you know, I'm getting, I'm dating this guy for his car." <laughs> so when the door falls off, it's just like, "Well, it's unfortunate." It's <laughs> <laughs> Very true. She's already overlooked it, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what what did uh, what have you smoked this week? Ah, uh, this week I smoked an LFD Suave or Rico mm. Suave. Suave. And smoking all I can think of that old song, Rico Suave. <laughs> so, if you remember the song, I'm sorry, it'll be stuck in your head now. Uh, I went with the Maxima, which is six by fifty four. It's what probably the mildest LFD you can probably find. I don't know if they have anything milder than it. Uh, really, the it was so much flavor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for a mild cigar. So you didn't feel that that punch, that nicotine kick. But you know, uh, right off the bat, within the first couple of draws, I got a, kind of a unique flavor. It was it reminded me of uh, chicken fingers with duck sauce. So like the crust chicken on a chicken fingers finger, with duck sauce. Like uh, the crust on a chicken finger with yeah. duck sauce. So it had like, and I had to look it up what duck sauce was. And <laughs> it's, it's got plum in it. So I was like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. because I've tasted plum in cigars before. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of that sweetness. And, you know, it had a lot of, a lot of different flavors going on. Um, some, when it got really into it, uh, towards like the last third, you got some like sweet cream flavor, mm. uh, which I really enjoyed. You know, a lot of oaky vanilla, uh, a little bit of spice here and there. Uh, a lot of smoke. You know, I love yep. picking up the cigar and seeing smoke coming off on both ends. Yes, it's, yes. And that's what, like, LFDs, you always... You uh, always see that's, that. That's the experience with LFDs, mm-hmm. that you get the smoke coming off the foot and the head. Yep, yep. You know, another cigar that's great for that is the uh, uh, Roma Craft Neanderthal. Yep, yep. That, the, the head of that cigar just pours out smoke like a volcano. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's like you I can just hold it. it up to your mouth and it's drawing itself. Yeah, yeah, which, it's, it's fantastic. You might think, oh, it's burning itself out. No, it's, it's just... Very well constructed. Yep. You know, it's burning very evenly. It was just a great smoke. It's fantastic. Um, you know what I had that I really enjoyed? I, I have to have one of these, you know, once a week or something, is the uh, Hammer and Sickle Moscow City Double Robusto. Yep, that's a great one. Um, what a great cigar. It's a um, uh, Connecticut broadleaf wrapper uh, and then a um, uh, Dominican uh, binder and filler and rolled nice and tight. You know, a little bit of a veiny cigar, mm-hmm. uh, but this really nice uh, medium brown wrapper. And you get this, you know, you smell the cigar, you know, before you light it, you're getting the cedar and the spice off of it. And, uh, you know, dry draw, you know, you, you draw before you light the cigar. Mm-hmm. There's this kind of a light coffee taste on it. And what a great thing. It just, you know, nice even burn, a white ash, and you're, you're picking up a lot of coffee and leather and cedar and the, a very smooth spicy but not really overly peppery retro you know it's a, it's mm-hmm. a great um dominican cigar you mentioned la flor dominicana yep you they're, like they're made in that factory yeah. o- oftentimes you know that you get a lot of black pepper white pepper all sorts of peppery pepper of, of every kind that there is on lfd and what's one of the reasons i love them i love that pepper uh, the Moscow does not really have that. It's got that spice. There's this peppery thing that's going on, but it's not near as in your face uh, as as with the uh, LFD. Just very smooth, spicy retro. And after about an inch into it, you j- just get this kind of sweet, almost um, plummy 
kind of mm-hmm. finish on that cigar. And I'm going to get that fantastic. stuck in everybody's head. Going to plum yeah, now. It, well, it, it it was very, <laughs> you know, you could say plum. I could I could hear raisin, raisin or yeah. whatever, but um, you know, it, it, that co- the coffee is the the number one mm-hmm. thing that I think of about that cigar. And you know, I love having it with a morning cup of coffee. It's fantastic. It's a great pair with that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and I think the it's the museum series, which is I think yes. it's just an aged version of right. Moscow City. It's like eight years old. It's a little old. bit smoother, mm-hmm. but a lot of that same flavor is just a little bit slightly different take on it from the yeah. age. Yeah, that's a great cigar too. Yeah. And still, you and, know, and here there's the, the best, museum series, the best what, cigar box. box. Yeah, the box, the best it, cigar it, box. Yeah, because the uh, museum series comes and basically. Uh, I don't know what you call it, a fern? It, it, <laughs> it, you could use it probably. It, it, looks, like a, it looks like one of the, the turrets. The domes, yeah. from like, the domes from the Kremlin. Yes. And, you know, the, I guess the Kremlin I, I'm, uh, you know, has, I think, 10 domes on it. And they are planning to come out with a new one. Yes, that's right. Each, each year. And um, I'm really I'm really excited about that. As a matter of fact, next week, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but since we brought it up, next week, uh, Eric Wentworth uh, from Hammer and Sickle will be a guest on the show. Oh, great! And we'll be smoking Hammer and Sickle. I don't know what we're going to be smoking. We're going to be what? Bringing, I, bringing stuff. Not found a Hammer and Sickle. Stuff. I didn't like, so I'm yep. excited about that. Yep. And he's, you know, going to be fresh off the um, uh, what the Las Vegas thing. I, IPCPR. IPCPR. I don't know why I can't remember that. I can remember all sorts of stuff. The International Prostate Cancer Prevention Council. That just wakes me up. That just wakes me up. The premium cigar pipe. Yes, and it will be fresh back from that. There'll be an update on that, what went on there, and he'll give us his impressions of that. He's he's, uh, there even as we speak. So next week, uh, he'll be giving us a a hands-on. And Oliver should be here also as well. So we'll have two people who will have been there. It's going to be a great show. It'll be our most full show. It'll be fantastic. It'll be fantastic. That'll be great. Um, Speaking of that, you know, Hammer and Sickle's into – the vodka, that, that's mm-hmm. kind of how they started. What yeah. what are things that you like to drink when you're having a cigar? Uh, my go-to is, and I actually have one right here, root beer. Root beer? It goes with every cigar. I have not found a cigar that did not go well with root beer. Root beer? Yeah, and I, and I find that it always gives a nice contrast, the sweetness, and, and it's a familiar flavor, so I'm not going to get it confused with the other flavors in the cigar mm-hmm. often. Uh, you know, I've tried other drinks. Uh, you know, you, you can go with beer, and it's, if you're going with, a, like, uh, unless you really know what you're pairing it with, then it, it gets yeah. a little tricky. Beer is tricky because you know you get in a lot of that. If you get something that's too much hops, and then you yep. get something that's very uh, on the milder side, it's mm-hmm. gonna they kind of clash. Yeah, and yeah. so it's it's a little bit trickier to, to pair with beer. I'll usually just go with, with water or nothing at all if it's mm-hmm. the first time I'm having a smoke. But if it's something I'm familiar with, I'll grab a root beer, um, grab a root because beer. it cleanses the palate. You get the, yep. the fresh take on it. Yeah, but for for kind of similar reasons, I like. Uh, uh, coffee or iced coffee. Um, coffee cleanses the palate, mm-hmm. and um, I, it's very hard for me to find a cigar that that I don't think goes well with coffee. Mm-hmm. See, I would know. I would do coffee, uh, but I only do coffee in the morning now. I used to do really? yeah. I, I mean, years ago I did seven cups a day, mm-hmm. and it was getting ridiculous. And so I would, <laughs> you know, I could smell colors. It was there was so much caffeine in my system at all time. Uh, my heart would just start racing. So I, I right. cut way back. I'm down to one giant cup in the morning. One giant it. cup in the morning. Uh, occasionally, like sometimes before three o'clock, maybe right. I'll have one. But usually, usually I'm not having it with a cigar. Uh, I'm, I'm usually not smoking cigars too early in the morning. Just no, just not my deal. 
I still, I still, um, you know, you mentioned last week that you like a pipe. I, I still smoke a pipe. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, they're very different experiences. Yes. Almost a um, palate cleansing kind of thing for me. Um, so in the morning, I like to have a pipe. Mm-hmm. And then later in the day, I can, I can have see a that. Yeah. Yep, I've done a morning pipe before. Yep. Uh, it's the, really I need to wake up first, so it's I'm going for my coffee and finishing mm-hmm. my coffee. I, I I get up well before I need to be out the door, just so I can have that time to settle down, drink my coffee, get my thoughts together for the day. And, you know, I'm a, a slow riser, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. But uh, so, uh, what do you think of of this cigar right now? You know, I'm, I'm picking up a lot of cedar, a lot of nuts, a mm-hmm. lot of pepper, yep, spice. The same things on the finish. Um, really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Really, yep. really nice cigar. Burn is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just so. I mean, and you know, when you're going over the the ingredients that he lists, right? It's like, I mean, that's how you know it's it's Steve Saka because it's like <laughs> he's listing off what part of the leaf it's from. Usually, you'll you'll get Nicaraguan and you know, Pennsylvania, right, filler. Right, yeah. It's like, no, he's telling you, you get the Seco, you get the Riesler, you get the, you yeah. know, what's the, what the Hero you're getting. Uh, and it's, you know, you get the whole recipe right there. Who knows what the percentages are, but. Right, right. But that, he's very specific. But he's it. telling you exactly what you get. What does it mean to me? Well, not a lot. Because, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, you recognize that what the Hero is going to do and what the different parts of the leaf are going to do, but I'm not going to be able to identify the flavor from mm. that. Uh, but it's it's nice to have it in front of you to, right. <laughs> to at least say, hey, this is something that was well thought out. I think it's great. I mean, I, I imagine my palate is similar to Steve Saka's if this is what he considers his yes. his smoke. I mean, that's right in line with my kind of flavor profile, what I go for. What what about this stands out to you that you like? Just the, the spice. So there's, the there's such, of it? Yeah, there's such a, a, a variety of spices that you can pull out of it. And, I, and I've had this before, so it's, I know that it transitions – through several different flavors, I guess, mm-hmm. but staying in that same kind of spice realm, uh, you know, I, I think I probably said it before, where the spice is kind of that's that's my go-to is like if right. there's a good spice on a cigar, that's what I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, well, there is definitely no shortage of spice yeah. here, both on the finish and in the retro. And also the wrapper, you know, you get a lot of tooth. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, that fine fine tooth. So not like mm-hmm. a um, uh, the Mexican San Andreas where you get right. like a really rough like rough sandpaper. It's like a very fine tooth. Mm-hmm. You know, from that, uh, I'm trying to remember the chemical now. <laughs> anyways, like, okay. uh, but anyways, it's, you know, it's quality, a quality wrapper. And so you can see why he's going to be kind of ramping down production to meet yeah. what he has in stock for, yeah. for tobacco. You can tell that what's gone into here is very top grade stuff. High quality, yeah. High quality stuff. And, and um, he's very persnickety about what he does and what he puts out. And, you know, he'd rather put out less of a good thing. Than try and just keep a cigar on the shelf that has the name on it. I'm Ma- very happy for that. Magnesium is what I was Magnesium. Magnesium yeah. typically is what you see in the, mm-hmm. the toothiness. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm no expert, but so if, if you know if it's something right. else that's giving it the tooth, write it in, tell me. Yeah. But I'm going with magnesium for now. Great burn line on this. It's burning nice and straight. You know, my ash is staying for uh, about an inch before I can kind of tell it's going to fall off. Mm-hmm. You know, a few weeks ago I had the huge. The, the explosion, the explosion of the ash on my keyboard yeah. and everything. I don't want to do we that again. Too calm, nervous, and you know, put it over there. Um, but um, your ash is looking really good. About an inch. Well, thanks. I've been working out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's an old joke. But, uh, yeah. I mean, these hold up pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I've, even the the smaller ring gauge. Um, I'm trying to minimize the size, but 
think it's like a 46 swing gauge, I want to say, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Uh, even that holds up for like an inch and a half, which mm. is pretty good for a 46. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, <clears throat> Pastor Padron's Thou Shalt Not. Shall okay. we get to that? Sure. Okay. I've had this happen two or three times in my time. You know, I've been in and out of the cigar business for about 20 years. And every once in a while, I have somebody come up to me and they say, I'm looking for a cigar made by Heco Emano. Sure. Okay, then. Heco Emano. Take your pick. And I get this, <laughs> like, it is so hard for me not to just, you know, I'm trying to keep the straight face, trying to stay, you know, like nice. And 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 I say, well, we have lots of cigars by that, but with, you know, that are He's a great Heco guy. He, yeah. he, as a matter of fact, he's, a, he's it's probably on every cigar in the store is made by Heco Emano. Heco Emano, it's... That's Spanish for made by hand, okay? It has nothing to do with the name of the person who made the cigar or the brand. So be very careful. When you walk into a cigar shop, do not ask. This is Pastor Padron. Do not ask for a cigar by Heco e Macho because you will be, you will be, I don't want to say what you'll be, but it will not, you will not be treated well. It, well, okay. you know what? I, I, I don't think you would be treated poorly. It's just you're going to be treated like a novice. If you've been doing it for a while, you've been smoking cigars for a while, you probably picked up that it's means made by hand. But if you're you're new, <laughs> you you're just walk. Hopefully, but you know, if you're listening to the show, if you've been watching Sesame it, Street yeah, for it, any length of time, you should have picked up enough Spanish to figure out that's made by. Hand. Yeah, and if you're listening to the Ashles, <laughs> you probably have been smoking cigars for a little while. You know, yeah, not not a lot of new smoker listenership, but. You know, you're not going to get picked on for being a new smoker and coming into a smoker shop. Really depends. Places. Really depends on who's there. That's that's true. You know, for me, yeah. it's you know when somebody. But if says they're a good salesman, like, they're not like, going to call you out on it. Hard. They might just correct yeah. you gently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not. I'm not going to be the person who points points it out, you know, or, or embarrass you or something. But uh, it, it is just really funny to me when people come in and ask mm-hmm. things like that. Have you ever have you ever heard people coming around and asking like? Really, really like the questions that like show that they're clueless about whatever it is they're trying I mean, to talk the, about. I mean, the one thing that I, I always pick up. You're on a teacher, is, so you must hear this all the time. Yeah, well, not about cigars. I don't. <laughs> right, I, right, but you know, just I don't talk with my students about cigars typically. <laughs> just you know, just bad idea. Um, but you know, when I'm out having a cigar, everybody's always asking, "Is that a Cuban? Is it's that like, a Cuban? Like, no, it's not a Cuban. I mean, maybe it would be, but <laughs> it's yeah. like most of the time, it's not going to be a Cuban." People walking into the shop, if I'm in the lounge, I can hear somebody, do you have any Cubans? It's like, you read the news wrong. You know, you're yeah. not going to get a Cuban yeah. in the store. And you probably didn't want one anyways. No. You know? No. It's like, I've probably there's, had, a, there's some good Cubans out there, but this yeah. some of are just awful. I, so. I haven't had a lot. I've probably had I've probably had 20 or 25 yeah. over the last 20 years. So that's, that's not a whole lot of Cubans. And I've had one or two that were absolutely fantastic. The rest of them... Were either, oh, that I mean, was okay. If somebody shells to, out the money for it, it's probably to, that was easy that quality. was that was not a good experience at all. You know, I I would put, you know, a um, a, a good anniversary Padron or a uh, Atabay or a Byron up against any Cuban any day of the week and twice on Sunday, and I think you get a better cigar. Yep, I was with some coworkers a couple of weeks ago, and they're, I was talking about cigars, and mm-hmm. it's probably heading here. I don't know. Uh, they're 
one of them was saying, oh, yeah, I like cigars. And another person chimed in and was like, I like Cubans. I'm like, you don't like cigars. <laughs> it's like, you're just, you're just saying that because you think Cubans are cool. And yeah. You just it's, heard that. It's so much the whole forbidden fruit thing, yeah. I think, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, if they became moment. available, they would go decline drastically, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 So who do we have to highlight for the um, Instagram pick of the week this week? This week, we have Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller. It's just a nice American name. But his uh, Instagram feed name is Beijing Golf Pro. Beijing, Beijing Golf Pro, yeah. Mm. Uh, he's got some great shots. Uh, you know, I'm guessing he's a golf pro. He does a lot on the... on the. Yes, yes, that's true. Out in the grass. But, um, yeah, he uh, uses both the Ashles uh, hashtag and Ashles Radio hashtag, mm. which... You know, we mentioned this last week, but, uh, you know, if you can start using the Ashles Radio hashtag, it'll be a little easier for us to find you until we get right. this situation sorted out with the Ashle, the Ashles hashtag uh, with Instagram. You know, they're slow to get back to us. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not sure if they're going to bug on it, even if they do get back to us. Right. So if, start using the Ashles Radio. It's, it's, has, it's pound sign. You know, it's, yes. Is that a, dating me? That's no, dating So <laughs> the hashtag Ashles Radio. Make sure it's Ashholes. Get the S in there. Yep. If you can't remember it, go to Ashholes Radio at Instagram, which is our our, our name on Instagram. And right. It's the same thing, just with a hashtag in front of it. Use that. We'll we'll be checking both. So hopefully, at the Ashholes will open up. But if it doesn't, you know, we'll still have Ashholes Radio. But just don't post anything controversial. No naked photos. Things that'll get that taken down too. Because. <laughs> Uh, I'm still wondering what it was that got that imagine. hashtag. It's, it's you know, I've insane. seen so much bad stuff on Instagram. It doesn't yeah. seem to go anywhere. And they don't take down other hashtags, I'm sure, like no. just for that. But I think it's because it's cigar-related. They're a little mm -hmm. biased against it. Mm -hmm. They need to be informed or just taught a lesson. I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Probably digging our grave here, <laughs> making it worse. <laughs> so what are you picking up now on this? Before we get to the break, I've been talking a lot, mm -hmm. and it's still burning, which is good. Mm. Um, yeah, this is a cigar that, again, it's just I've I had one of these earlier today, trying to get ready for the for the show, and I put it down for about five six minutes, and it was still lit when I went back to it. It yeah. burns it's, nice and I mean, slow. Expert construction. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm getting like a, a sweetness. Mm -hmm. um, I, I keep going back to vanilla all the time, but I, I feel like I don't want to go there again, just because I always do. Mm. I like to change things up, but I'm gonna say vanilla anyways. <laughs> <laughs> lack of it's anything sweet else. Vanilla. It's just on my head. It's a sweetness, uh, but it's not like a like a raisin sweetness. No, it is more. It's vanilla. more of a, it's like on closer the to like floral, but I don't want to say it's it's mm -hmm. straight floral because it's it's that's not the the feel of it. It's it's a it's a richer sweetness. Yeah, that's the, the that's a taste I pick up. You know, definitely on the finish after the smoke's all gone, and you know, you're kind of all of a sudden just kind of pops up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very pleasant. Yeah. And uh, this is very oaky to me. Yep. Um, which goes with the vanilla. Too. Which goes with the goes with the vanilla. It's very oaky, very um, uh, earth, some leather. Mm -hmm. um, the burn on this is fantastic. I mean, the burn line is just great mm -hmm. on uh, this cigar. Little trick for picking up oak. Um, mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you think of like, well, tasting wood flavors. That sounds strange. It's not something you normally chew on. Um, but if, if you're into wine at all. Get a white wine. You can find oaked white wine and unoaked, so it'll be like a steel cast, uh, and you'll be able to taste that difference. If you get something that's unoaked, uh, you taste that, and then taste something that is is fermented in oak or, mm. 
whatever you want, but aged in mm -hmm. oak. Uh, and you'll get that flavor, that vanilla-ish oaky flavor if you really yeah. want to be able to pick that's that great, out. That's a great tip. Do you um, Are you a white wine guy or a red wine guy? I'm a red wine, uh, yeah. but I mean, I drink it all. You drink it all? Just because depending on what I'm cooking, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I like to pair it well. Uh, so, you know, I, I have a, a wide variety of wines that I'll go to. Um, but I, I'm always changing it up. So that, part of the reason I like cigars is because you, you can change up what you're smoking all the time and just grab something yes. different. I yes. like I love variety. I, I usually don't smoke the same cigar twice in a row. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I'll space it out by a week or so, whatever, depending on the cigar. Mm -hmm. um, but with wine, that's get, that's gets pretty expensive. And so yeah. <laughs> same thing with True. scotch. You know, yep. I, I enjoy a scotch, but it's it's one of those things like I want to be able to change it up and get several right. bottles to go right. between. Um, so cigars suits me very well to be able to, to have that variety. Very um, cool. Well, I think we're just about at time for a break already. already. Can you believe it? I know. This flew by. That's unbelievable. Uh, coming up after the break, okay, we're going to talk about the ash hole of the week. And I'm going to get my mouse going here. Where keeps is it reading going? Up, keeps it keeps reading. We need to where it go? Probably need a mouse pad or something. Oh, I think the maybe battery's maybe gone. Uh, which will be bad. Use my uh, teleconnect okay. powers to do it. Ah, there we go. No. All right. Well, All right. Well, technical difficulties. You talk and I'll do this. You know what? Well, okay. we already said we're pre-recording this, right? Yeah. We'll just maybe edit it out, and <laughs> <laughs> fix it in post, or oh, whatever the professionals do. Let's hopefully we can tab over. Okay. Music, outro. And that doesn't work, huh? Hmm. Go figure. Let's blame somebody. Hmm. Yes. Oliver. Didn't change the Oliver batteries. Oliver didn't change the batteries. He's not here, so he's getting blamed. Okay. It was Oliver's job to change the batteries. That's what I'm going to say right now. Even though it wasn't. Hmm. Yep, that mouse is stuck. Oh, there, it's moving a little bit. There we go. There it is. Okay. Thank God. Okay. We're going to actually go for a break so we can get some batteries for the mouse. We'll be back. Okay. Taylor's shelves are on the verge of buckling. There is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman, an industry veteran and Anthony Serena. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at twoguyscigars.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. 
It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but often in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a La Giana Havana cigar. The La Giana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And welcome back to the Ashholes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. 
And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We have fixed our te- technical difficulties and we are all set and ready to go. Right. And we are smoking the Sober Mesa El Americano by uh, Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust, Steve Saka Cigars. And um, what are we picking up? Uh, I'm really hitting the sweet spot now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm getting some like caramel, mm-hmm. uh, you know, along with the spices that we were getting earlier. Uh, but really more moving into like the sweet uh, Yeah, there's a range. sweet, oaky, caramely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this, it, the finish is very thick it's very oily yes it's very it's it sticks it hangs yeah, around it makes your mouth water a little bit yeah you know, it does it's not dry or, no 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 my mouth is very wet with with this what we smoked last week the, the la galera 1936 mm-hmm. box press that left my mouth a little bit dry this is making it all very wet moist moist no, moist people that hate the word moist yes and i'm going to say it again it for you people moist <laughs> it is one of, but it's a very oily thick finish and uh, very enjoyable. It's oh, yeah. Great, you know, and to me, the cigar is increasing in its intensity. Its strength mm-hmm. is, is kind of building uh, a little bit. I'm saying this is now like a medium plus. Yep. Um, and it's going to hit full before before I'm finished with you it. You think? I'm oh, sure. really? I mean, because I've had them before. I haven't quite felt like they were. It pushes that line to On me. full for me. But, yeah, medium plus for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'd smoke these any day. Mm. I, I hope that when he has to like scale back production, hopefully it doesn't get too bad because I want to be able to get a hold of these. Might have yeah. To just these are great. Stock up on them. Mm-hmm. Get a separate humidor just for them. <laughs> well, you know, a few, a few weeks ago, um, we kind of introduced a new variant of the ash hole of the mm-hmm. week. And that was the ash hero of the week. All right. And, um, this week, uh, we're going to take a break from the ash hole and we're going to do the ash hero of the week and the ash hero of the week. Uh, is an 11-year-old boy whose name is Bishop Curry. Bishop Curry. Bishop Curry. And and here's a little bit of the story. After seeing an upsetting uh, local news report about a six-month-old who died when they were left in a hot car, he resolved to make sure something like that never happened again. And so he thought up an invention, okay, that would sense if a child was left alone in a car a device that was attached to the uh, headrest or the car seat, depending on how uh, young the kid was, that would alert the parents' phones and the police, and all the while blowing cold air on the kid until help arrived. What a great idea. It is, right? Yeah. Isn't that fantastic? He calls the device Oasis. Which came up with a name for it. Good branding name. It's a really great is. branding name. And his dad, Bishop's dad, is an engineer for Toyota. He brought the idea to to Toyota, hmm. and they were so impressed that they actually sent the two of them to a uh, car safety convention. And I don't, the article doesn't say, but this might be something that we see coming out in the, yeah. in the future, I mean, something along be, this line. It would have to be built into cars automatically. Because right. I don't think anybody's going to, that would accidentally leave their kid in the car was going to buy that in addition, because you don't mm. predict that happening. No, no. Uh, you don't so, want to say you're that stupid that yeah, you're going to leave your kid in the I car. I think, but like as a, a safety feature in a minivan or things that are yes, like, yeah, kids, yeah, you know, something maybe not quite to the extent that he has here with a mm-hmm. cold air blowing, but a sensor just saying alert. There's a passenger in the car that you're not aware right, of or whatever. Right. Um, so that's that's great, Ash Hero. Mm. And you thought we weren't going to do an ash hole, 
But anybody who would leave their kid in a car intentionally is the asshole of the week. Yes. So <laughs> automatically that, that you puts can't you have in the this right hero without, without the people that have done this intentionally thinking, oh, I'm just running in, and their kid's in in danger. Right. Now I understand that that people forget at times. You know, you get frazzled. It's caught. You're in yep, a rush. Yeah. People forget their, that they have their kids in the car. I understand that. I'm not directing it at them, but the people that intentionally leave their kids saying, oh, I'm just gonna run in. No. And never come back. Don't, yeah. <laughs> For like an or hour, they get lost in They get stuck in line. There's things that happen. I mean, it doesn't matter how long you're gone. Yeah. You're leaving your kid unattended, for one. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge risk just of being kidnapped. So it's, you know, don't. No, never yeah. leave your kid unattended. Yeah. The, the article, you know, which is from NBC News, where I'm, I'm reading from, says, you know, right at the end, that since 1994, why they don't go back further than that or do it. But since 1994, really 804 children have died from heat-related illnesses in cars in the U.S., according to Kids in Cars, an Way advocacy center for uh, that study uh, an advocacy an advocacy center that studies the issues. And in about 55% of those cases, the parent was unaware the child was in the vehicle. Which means it's 45% that they were aware. Right. So those that's the scary. That's the asshole that's the of the scary, week. Those, that's that's 45%. Yep. I mean, my heart goes yep. out to the people that have, were not aware the child was in the car. I understand circumstances happen. But the ones that are aware, and they leave their child in, so that's... Right. But I mean, talk about being part of the solution. You know, you see something, you yeah. know, so often we'll see something disturbing, you know, on the news or something like that, and we'll just talk about how disturbing it was. Mm -hmm. This kid actually did something about yeah. it and came up with this idea and took it to somebody, in, in this case his dad, who was able to, to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I hope I hope we see something like that in the future. I yeah. think it'll be great. It's eleven years old too. And nobody's thought of it in the twenty years that we've been seeing this or recording yes. this problem. Now Bishop being eleven is not listening to the Ash Halls. No. Nope. But you know, he is the Ash Hall Ash the Hero Ash Hero, yeah. Ash Hero of the Week, and that is fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. So Miles with Styles. Again, we don't have a Miles with Styles segment. She's still, you know, Recovering from her uh, uh, run in with the coral run in with the coral reef. That's not ever a something that uh, that leaves you thinking after you attack a coral reef. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I would want to. I think you add it all up. She had that. she had close to a hundred stitches, you know, all over her body from that from that attack, and she was again in a full wetsuit and still had all of that. Plus the concussion and dislocated limbs and everything. Not fun. And Not so, uh, and I've been kind of, you know, giving her a break so that she can get better and get back to things. But uh, Michelle uh, is a, uh, she's hot. She she's one of the she's very easy on the eyes. She is she is a looker, okay, and um, she is all the time getting picked up. She's married. She plays for the other team. So that's kind of disappointing for some people, for some guys. It does but, deter yeah, Nevertheless, <laughs> guys still try and pick her up. And she, you know, a little bit ago had a, a run where she did a hashtag worst pickup lines. And she had hundreds of these. They were all lines that she remembered people using on her to pick her up. And so this could this could almost be another Pastor Padron, thou shalt not. Thou shalt not try and pick up women this way okay the guys say stupid things yeah i mean you don't even need a pickup line to say something stupid no so no but you know planning pick up, something out pickup lines by themselves you know like, let's face it guys 
that's not really pickup lines don't really that's so eighth grade you know you you gotta you gotta be a little bit better than that if you're gonna pick up some some uh, woman that you're interested in but uh, for the Miles with Style segment since she can't uh, be here be on the show we're gonna read a, a few of these okay and these are things that that she has been told okay so don't say things like how do you like your eggs poached scrambled or fertilized nope just no 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 that no. that one I don't, was I don't like, think uh, gonna be, it's not even like funny enough to be no. like oh you're funny maybe i'll talk to you some more no and again this is not I mean, speaking not well. that i know as a woman this yeah. is not speaking well of the male half of the species here uh, <laughs> another another guy said walked up to her and said you look too classy for pickup lines that's why i have roofies oh that's just awful that's it that's that's like that's just that's low. That's that's like I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't go anywhere that's going to incriminate yeah. you. Now, you can go the other way, too, and you can try and be really cute, really, and really, you know, trying to impress. And then it just ends up going too far in the other direction. This is one of these. Is your last name Gillette? Because you are the best a man can get. See, I can appreciate that one. See, I like a good pickup line for the humor. You like a good pickup line for the humor. Uh, I say, you know, I'll, I'll joke with my friends about pickup lines just yep. because sometimes they're just funny. Yeah, you yeah, know, like, and that, that that's cute. Okay, and I'm like, okay, is that a worst pickup line? I'm not sure. Here's a better. I can understand you. if somebody came up and said, "Yeah, hey, you're the best to make it good." Is your last name Gillette? That would um, it would not on. work. No, no. Here's a bad work. one for you. I got to worry. And I, I can say that for the record, none of these worked. No. Okay. Well, and she's these mad. were all fails. Uh, how all about right. this one for you? Are you part beaver? Because damn. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's terrible, but it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not going to get you anywhere. No. The woman might laugh, but that's about as close no, as you're you, going to get. You got to be rich for that to work. Okay. Uh, another another guy said to her, you know, you're a writer, I'm a writer. How about we get naked together and put some poetry in motion? Yeah. Well, I don't I don't even get a chuckle out of that one, really. No, not well, a chuckle out of that. Got to be a little bit more creative. A little, a little bit more creative. How about this one? You be the Dairy Queen and I'll be your Burger King. You treat me right and I'll do it your way. Yeah, it's, it's just. <laughs> It has a, a creepy feel to that one. That's very know. creepy. It's like, Ooh. Yeah, that creepy kind of fast food like kind of nastiness. That's yeah. just kind of nasty. Greasy oh, burgers. Uh, and then, then you can kind of be riding that that line of smarmy, you know, <laughs> like this one. If you're feeling down, I can feel you up. <laughs> creepy. That's bad, too. I got a little chuckle out of that one, yeah. at least. But yeah. I, I wouldn't use it personally. No, no. How, would, how about would you this? use would you use any of these personally so far? No, none of them really get. Uh, how about this one? Uh, are you a parking ticket because you got fine written all over you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen, I've heard a variant of that with the library late library cards. Oh yeah, know? yep, yeah. Um, and then this one I picked. This one I actually. I actually liked. I, I laughed at this one, okay, but it won't ever work. I'm not trying to impress you or anything, but I'm Batman. Yeah, that one doesn't work because <laughs> I am Batman and it doesn't work. <laughs> so 
uh, gentlemen, these are all things that people have tried on Michelle. None of them worked. Mm -hmm. And all that ended up happening was she posted them online for the world to see just how dumb men actually are. And um, just don't. Th these kind of pickup lines do not do you any favors. They don't get you anywhere. Don't try them. All right. You find a good pickup line. You know, Aaron's got some good ones there. No, they're you terrible. Know, don't my, use them. My doctor Unless you're just telling you more vitamin you yeah you know like, that's, that's i'll, I'll that's, say pick up lines to my friends just because they know i'm joking <laughs> right right <laughs> but, but they never actually no, never they never them. actually work yeah yeah and i have to say these are some of the cleaner ones oh yeah i can imagine it gets pretty bad yeah it gets really bad out there so all right i've had this down for a little bit let's see if it's still lit i bet you it will mm -hmm. yeah yep it's still going i love that about the cigar you can put it down for a few minutes and pick it up and it's still going strong mm -hmm. Um, Very densely packed. Mm -hmm. It's firm all the way up to within like a quarter inch of the burning foot. So yep. that's that's impressive. Still getting Not a lot gonna... of that oak, that nuts. Mm -hmm. Very rich. It's very rich. It's very complex. Um, there's almost a, a kind of a charred element that's coming out now. Mm -hmm. um, and that there's nuts on the retro too, which is really, really that's nice. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of complexity. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of different flavors you can pull out of there. I mean, you can sit down with this and just think about all the things that you're tasting. You know, it's mm -hmm. this. There's, there's some cigars that you go to and you're like, well, I got this, I got this and that flavor. Uh, I had one I won't name that it was. I got chocolate and earth, and that was it right. for the whole cigar. Right. Yep. Which is fine. It Which was is fine. And it was it really mean it's it was, a bad cigar. It was good chocolate be a cigar. You go back to yeah. yeah. It, it tasted great, and it was like five dollars smoke. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a great cigar. Um, but again, not a lot of complexity, so it wasn't a real thinker. It was just, and it, you know, I would take that just driving around or whatever. Right. But I wouldn't want to. That wouldn't be my afternoon relax and unwind cigar. No, no. This this is very complex. There's a lot going on, um, and it's one of these cigars where you really you really could take the time to sit and think through what are all these tastes that are going on mm -hmm. because you know it's all very well uh, married together that it, it works so well you can taste all these individual things and because they intermix so well it's hard to pick them out yeah i mean it, steve sock has been around he knows his stuff yeah. so if this is what he says is is his flavor is mm -hmm. what he wants you know it's going to have some complexity i mean right. you look at the list of tobaccos that are in this it's like there's there's that amount of complexity just in the, the blend for a reason mm -hmm. And I'm sure he can name what flavor you're getting out of each one of those tobaccos, but mm -hmm. we just get to guess and hope that we can get yep. right. <laughs> and as this goes on, that kind of that oak is turning into more of a charred oak. Um, the nuts is still there. That sweetness on the finish is mm -hmm. still there. And it's it's interesting, that kind of vanilla-y kind of sweetness yeah. with that charred oak. I'm guessing that charred, deep, is charred probably, I'm going to guess. This is my, my guess is that's from the broccoli. From mm -hmm. the, is yeah, that, that yeah. char. Mm -hmm. You often get that with the broadleaf. Yep. Yeah, that's true. It's a, kind of a familiar taste. Really great. I mean, go Very out nice. and get them all you can because you know they might become hard to get soon. Right. So that's true. Now I am really excited about next week's show mm. with uh, Hammer and Sickle. Yes. Uh, I'm very excited to have Eric on the show. He's a friend of mine, and um, like I said, I don't know what we're going to be smoking. Um, we might be doing some drinking on the show too. I'm not sure. I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to that either. But um, 
and they've got some great stuff. I don't think they've made anything that I really don't like. No, I mean everything. A lot I, of their stuff I have to have. Yeah, over and over it's, again. it's really there's nothing that that I would say. No, I'm not really feeling it right now. I've bought boxes of, of plenty of the Hammer and Sickle line, mm-hmm. and you know consistency too. Right. Like yeah. I've, I've never had it where it's like, oh, this one from smoke to smoke is, is slightly different. No, um, no, it's all very consistent with them. And I, so and and right off the uh, the uh, 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 the prostate thing. Yeah. <laughs> IPCPR. IPCPR. Uh, that's going to be a great show with um, yeah. Oliver and, and him fresh back from that. I'm sure we'll have a lot of information. We'll have a lot of new information for you about what's going on in the industry, what's coming out. I'm really excited about that. Um, final verdict on the Silver Mesa El, America, El Americano. Big thumbs up. Big thumbs Total up. thumbs up, yep. Big thumbs up. Total yes. thumbs up. Yes, yeah. Can't get None higher. of this three-quarter thumb. Crap. No, no, no this three quarters. This is a huge, big, straight Total up. thumbs up any day, any time. Mm. You know, I've had uh, most of the, the Tolas, mm-hmm. and they're all stellar. So, big yeah. thumbs up. Yeah. Big thumbs up for me, too. This is a great, rich, complex cigar that uh, changes as it goes. The themes, you know, there's consistent themes all the way through it. But there's a, a lot going on around those things that just makes it incredibly interesting as you're smoking it. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And, and nub, I mean, I'm not close to the nub yet, but hopefully I get there. Before I run out of time. That's but, true. Uh, usually, you know, I'll smoke these down until I can't hold them anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. These are cigars uh, that I call pipe worthy. Stick them in my pipe and smoke them till they're gone. You know, get another 30 minutes out of it. That way. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. When you're poor Pastor Padron, you gotta you gotta get, you gotta take what you <laughs> get. Every get no. You know. Well, guys, it's been another hour. Can you believe it? Yeah, it flew by again. It's awesome. So we're gonna get out of here, and um, be sure to come back next week when we will be meeting with Hammer and Sickle, and we'll have a great show, fresh off the uh, trade show. There, Oliver will be back. Mm-hmm. Super happy about that. That's gonna be good. And we will see you again on next week's episode of The Ash Holes, where we turn every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. And you can download this and any other episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. We're everywhere. Do them all. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We'll see you next week.